We are straight-talking Southern girls in our 50s, and that's what you're going to get. Hello, and welcome to Ladies Roadmap. We're your hosts, Joe Jamie Tyler and Lana Helda. We invite you to join us as we take to the road in our tour bus in search of thought-provoking real-life subjects and interesting women with stories, struggles, and successes that we hope inspire and motivate you. And we're going to be giving you just enough valuable information to be dangerous. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining episode two of Meet Your Ladies Roadmap co-hosts. I am so thrilled to be working with this lady, Jo Jamie Tyler. She is a loving, giving human being that has inspired and motivated more people than you can imagine. And I personally think a podcast is the perfect outlet for her. And I kind of think it's a bit in her DNA as well. So Jamie has a showbiz family background. I'll let her tell you all about it. So Jamie, you were surrounded by showbiz most your entire life. And your father was an actor, your mother a dancer. How did that affect your world and the way you were brought up? Or did it affect you? Well, it certainly did affect me. And it's funny because I didn't know it at the time. And looking back, I see how crazy my life and my childhood were. My childhood was in such a good way. In other words, what I thought was normal was not normal at all. And it was not that it was so outrageous, but my mother was a dance teacher, so my sister and I lived basically in at the studio or at the stage or at the theater. So we were always around. My mom would run home and cook dinner in her ballet outfit and then run home and teach cl- go back to teach class. And I'll never forget the first time I spent the night out with a girlfriend. And I came back and I said to my mom, I had such a good time, but the funniest thing happened. And she said, what? And I said, her mother doesn't wear her cooking clothes and my mom was like, what do you mean cooking clothes? She goes, she doesn't wear her leotards and tights to cook in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's all about perspective, isn't it? Yes. So anyway, that was really a funny story that I remember growing up. But I loved being around all the creativity. You know, my parents were always doing crazy things. They would have parties. And Glenn Campbell, if anybody remembers Glenn Campbell, was one of their good friends. And they had this game they used to play called darts. And they would run around the house with these plastic darts and my mom said her she was so smart she climbed up on the top of the refrigerator and she won the game because she was shooting everybody from up there no one could find her yeah so anyway well well tell everyone tell everyone about your father who he who he is or who he was and a little bit a little bit about his history I think it's interesting well, my father played Roscoe P. Coltrane on the Dukes of Hazard for nine years. I think he was best known for that. But really, he was a, quite a fine actor and had a history of acting. He'd been in old westerns, uh, bonanzas, gunsmokes. He even did movies with Jerry Lewis. Very good friends with uh, Jimmy Stewart. Done a movie with Jimmy Stewart. So he came from the olden days when the when the studios actually had their actors under contract. And what that meant was the actors would be getting acting lessons, dancing lessons, horseback riding lessons. They really trained their actors how to dress, how to conduct interviews. So he was sort of part of old Hollywood. But he's from Kentucky originally, and he really is just a 
good old boy. He really just loved fish. So being an actor wasn't something that he really enjoyed. He didn't really enjoy being in LA. And that's what happened. My family decided to move, my father decided to move our family from Los Angeles when I was nine years old to Jackson, Mississippi. And that was quite a turn in my life. And culturally, so much culturally, LA was so fashiony and and fun. And Mississippi was very different. Yeah, I was going to ask you that question because I wanted everyone to know why you're a real, why you are still a Southern girl because you were transplanted. What? How old were you? I was nine. So I grew up there from fourth grade to all the way through my high school years. I graduated high school in Jackson, Mississippi. So I love my little Southern accent. I it goes away here and there because I've been away from there for so long. But I am a Southern girl at heart, and I did love being raised there. Well, and then that's not all. Your sister and your brother-in-law, your sister's a dancer, and your brother-in-law is also a movie producer now. Tell us a little bit about that. Right. So my sister was a fantastic dancer. She was the talented one of the family and went on to dance um, in New York City Ballet and also in Hollywood. She danced on Solid Gold, the show, and in all sorts of uh, movie movies and videos. Um, She's an amazing dancer. So when she became in her mid-30s, looked at herself in the mirror and said, oh no, I don't have anything else to do. I can't really dance anymore. I'm too old. And what am I going to do? And so she was dating uh, Michael Damien from Young and the Restless at the time. And they, they ended up getting married and they both decided we need to reinvent ourselves. So they became a writer, director, producer team, and they've now done 14 movies, the latest being a fabulous dance movie franchise called High Strung. You can find it on Netflix. It's a fabulous dance movie, family-friendly, and they're in the middle of making the sequel, High Strung Free Dance, which I got to help produce. So I was an executive producer on High Strung, did all their social media marketing, and um, they now have over a half a million Facebook followers. Joe Jamie, I remember being so jealous when you got to go to the Cannes Film Festival. Tell us a little bit about that. That had to be exciting. Well, it was fun. Um, I'm not really a Hollywood kind of person. So that's sort of, I was the odd man out of my family. I was always really into fashion. So this whole Hollywood thing, you know, wasn't as glamorous to me as I thought. But I have to admit, going to the Cannes Film Festival was super fun and seeing everybody on the red carpet and getting to walk on the red carpet was really fun. Really amazing. I mean, that's a fashion statement place, if if anything is. Yep. My sister Janine um, and both of us actually got to borrow gowns from an amazing designer. It was a European designer, and so we both got to wear full-length gowns, and that was so fun. <laughs> of course. Well, and now let's move on. So you've you have your showbiz family, and then you raised your two children, and we're living in Delaware. And then what did you and your husband decide to do that really took a turn? Right. So after 20 years of living in Delaware, children out of the house, we looked at each other and said, we got to do something else. This Delaware is just too cold. There's got to be somewhere better to live. So out of the blue, I don't know where it came from, we bought a motor coach and thought we would just use it to run around the country and explore and see maybe there might be someplace else we'd like to live. And what did your family say about that? My mother was so shocked at the idea because I'm 
you know, she always thinks of me, I guess, as this prissy girl that likes to dress up and have high heels on, lots of shoes. And she was wondering how in the world was I going to enjoy being in this bus. So they actually had an intervention. My mother called me with my, my aunt and my uncle, and they were just like so serious. Are you sure you want to do this? Is this something you really want to do? And we were, my husband and I were just, yeah, this is going to be fun. So we did not heed the warning and we've been having so much fun for the last seven years exploring our country it's been fantastic well i think the part i like the best is when i call you or you'd call me from the road and every time you were in a different state or city you always had a list of things to do you would research the best places to go the best restaurants the best yoga the best most interesting museums and tell us a little bit about that because you're really good about digging in and just going for it and stepping out all by yourself and not afraid of an adventure. True and you know it's interesting because we have all the internet of course to to research it makes life so much easier if you do go on the road but you know traveling on a bus is so different because used to is usually we get on a plane or something and drive somewhere and you're just going from A or A to B and you don't really think about it you just know you're going to your destination whereas when you're traveling around the country every day can be an adventure if you want it to be. It doesn't matter if you're in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, population 400, or in Chicago or New York. Every town has this little tiny bit of interesting history to it or something special to do in it. And I really enjoy digging in and finding out how to do that. And one way to do that really is just to go to the visitor center or the chamber of commerce of every town. And that was sort of my jumping off point. And once you go in there, you're meeting locals and they'll tell you the best barbecue place that you might not find on Yelp or TripAdvisor. You'd be surprised. The locals, you know, will tell you different things than you see on the internet. Well, I was just always so inspired by that because so many of us, we kind of get in a rut or we will just Yelp it, but you always will dig that much deeper to find something. And speaking of that, Joe Jamie is a image coach. But Joe Jamie is a, was a pioneer in fashion blogging before it was a popular in thing to do. And you fashion blog for what? I think about 15 years. And I'm just curious, how did that work for you to, to continue your business out of your tour bus as you were going around the country? That was a little, actually a little bit of a challenge because, of course, to be a blogger, you need the internet and the internet is not always available in everywhere you go, but I'd always managed to find a coffee shop or something to, to you know hook up or drive 20 miles. One time I was in Montana, I had to drive all the way to Cody just to go to a coffee shop that had an internet thing so I could post a blog post or host a seminar. But you know I didn't let it stop me, and I think that's the whole thing in life. You just if you want to do something, you just have to figure out a way to do it and persevere. But I loved fashion blogging, and I do. Can, um, I do thank my father, who always seemed to have a, things ahead of his time. For instance, when he was teaching way back in 1960, he had one of the first video cameras, and he was videoing his acting students doing scenes. He had this giant camera and a grocery cart, and he rolled it around, and, and that was so fun. And then I remember my father getting one of the first Radio Shack computers, and me sort of getting on there and learning it. I'm not a very techie person now, uh, by nature. However, I always do like to look in the future and say, what's happening? What's going on? That What's the trend? And 
I did see the internet come along right when I was starting to become an image consultant and I saw that the internet was going to be happening so I thought well I better do something on the internet and that's how um, I ended up meeting taking a class online class I met who my partner was Deborah Boland and we started fabulous after 40 and we just had so much fun with that it was a great learning experience so it sounds to me like your showbiz family really did have uh, a lot to do with your progressive thinking thinking kind of outside of the box and you've always been even though you don't like to admit it, you do really well on stage and you do really well behind a camera. And I think you do pretty well behind a mic. So I feel fortunate to have you as my co-host on Ladies Roadmap Podcast. And I think that a lot of what you said today is a lot of the reason that I am inspired and was inspired to do this podcast. Tell everyone a little bit about your what's inspired you to want to do this podcast, Ladies Roadmap? Well, I am a total podcast junkie. I have been for the last four or five years. A friend of mine introduced me to pod, to podcast to listening to podcasts, and I just gleaned so much information from it. And I remember I called you one day, and I just said, Lana, I'm in a I'm in um, Las Vegas. My family's all out of town. You've got to come visit me and. When you did, we just sat on the couch and started chatting and brainstorming and, and saying, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? We both decided that we wanted to reinvent ourselves. And we both admitted that we loved to listen to podcasts, but yet there wasn't any podcast out there for our age demographic that was really talking about the issues that we want to talk about. And hopefully, Ladies Roadmap is going to be a great podcast with lots of information for women like ourselves. We're going to make sure that it is. And I think that's a great wrap up. I think just your sense of adventure and your playful, fun spirit. I mean, I think my sister said it best the other day. She said, you know, Lana, Jamie just has pixie dust. And I think that is you in a nutshell. And I'm super excited to go on this adventure with you with Ladies Roadmap. And I think everyone will, else will have a great time as well. Lana, you and I are just soulmates. I love you to death. You have so much to bring to this as well. I think we're a great team and let's do this. This is how we roll. Thank you for listening to Ladies Roadmap. We'd like to give a shout out to our amazing music producer, Cam Tyler at litloops.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Just go to www.ladiesroadmap.com and click on podcast. It's as easy as that. Or you can subscribe on iTunes. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Ladies Roadmap. And when you know what else? We would love to hear from you. Feel free to email us at info at ladiesroadmap.com. And until next week, remember, the greatest part of a road trip isn't arriving at your destination. It's all the wild stuff that happens in between. <laughs>